another episode of Sports and Songs podcast. We're in season three, episode number 43 today. This is the songs edition. How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. Always looking forward to the, the songs edition. Today is September 15th, 2022. We're, we're coming up on the anniversary of the show. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll be starting season four soon, but... My How We've Grown. My How We've Grown. Lots to do, lots to cover. We've come a long way. Now, we've got an album review today on a uh, certain artist or musician we haven't covered in a couple of years. And it, and it so kind of was... In the early days. Back in the early days, uh, if you look at the archive shows, today's uh, today's focus is Ted Nugent. The album of the uh, the week is Free for All. One that I had, you know, I guess we assumed we've done, right? Uh, assumed we've covered, but back in 2019, we did the self titled debut of Ted Nugent's band, and um, you know, did that, but never did this, which includes Free for All, Dog Eat Dog, some good stuff, but we got a lot of notes on it as yeah. well. This is 1976, so um, I, I know you've got some goodies here. But oh, also, yes, I got some treats. You got some treats. I'll, I'll highlight that there, and then um, there's the album. That's the Nuge, Ted Nugent. This album was released 1976. It, it was recorded at the Sound Pit in Atlanta, Georgia. This was the second studio album by American Rock Hard rock musician Ted Nugent, released 1976 in October. Um, this was his first album to go platinum. And so what we've got here, uh, Andy, I know you're a fan going way back, and I yeah. became a fan, you know, later on, um, later on in life. But the personnel here is very interesting. You know, Ted, Ted Nugent really plays, you know, uh, lead vocals on yeah. one track. Other than that, it's lead and rhythm guitar. Even plays bass on one track, and they've got Cliff Davies, the late Cliff Davies, on drums. Rob Grange on bass, and they brought in Derek Saint Holmes to do three tracks on vocals, and brought in Meatloaf of all things, Meatloaf, to do the vocals on five tracks on this album. You know, yep. this is 1976, Andy. Yep. Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell, didn't even come out till ni- to 1977. Yep. So um, here we go. This was very interesting times now for those uh, Ted Nugent fans that are out there. Uh, as the recording for Free For All began, rhythm guitarist and lead vocalist Derek St. Holmes left the band, citing growing personal and creative conflicts with Ted Nugent. And, of course, two solid years of living together on the road obviously took its toll on the relationship. And he says, you know what, you know, I'm out. I just can't do this. <laughs> Uh, now, this is also a full year before Bad Out of Hell brought him to international success, but vocalist Meatloaf was brought on uh, and was paid a sum of $1,000 to record the vocals on five tracks. Yep. Now, that I found was very interesting. Uh, now, you could say in 76 that was a lot of money, but no, not really. It's, it's, it's it was $1,000 for, for five songs, and they said you can contribute to the album um, you can do the vocals, but we need you to craft your own vocal arrangements. And we're going to set aside the recording studio for two days of recording sessions. He says that after he agreed to do the album, he was sent, quote, a lyric sheet containing just the words with no arrangements. And they said, yeah, 
basically just kind of figure it out for yourself. We'll kind of just wing it in this studio. He, he's, here's the lyrics. There's no arrangements. We don't know how how this is all going to work. But Meatloaf said that having no idea what the songs were going to sound like, he then created the vocal arrangement for the songs during the two days of the recordings. Very interesting. Now, now this was all news to me. You know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Ted Nugent fan. I had this album and the cassette tape of this going way back, but I never knew the intricacies. And so they brought on Derek St. Holmes to say, you know what, you want to quit, you want to leave the band, but how about you come back, you know, just do three vocals and we'll call it good, including the Dog Eat Dog song. You know, officially he returned to the group after the free-for-all release and performed on the subsequent tour. But this was after band management asked him to return at the request of Epic Records. Epic said, you got to get him back. Yeah. Derek St. Holmes. And so the songs here are all written by Ted Nugent, except we're, um, uh, we're noted. Uh, the song one is Free For All. We all know that. Ted yep. Nugent actually sings the vocals on that, the only one. Next is Dog Eat Dog. Derek St. Holmes does the vocals. Ted Nugent plays bass on that as well. And then song three is Writing on the Wall, performed by Meatloaf. Song four is Turn It Up, performed by Derek St. Holmes. Song five is Street Rats performed by meatloaf next song is together meatloaf sings it here but this is uh rob grange and, and cliff davies uh wrote this song together it's it's pretty good you know this is the bassist and the drummer getting together and putting together the song together song seven is light my way derek saint holmes sings that also wrote it along with rob grange next song the final two songs here is hammer down that meatloaf sang and I love you, so I told you a lie. Meatloaf sings that. And that's a Cliff Davies. A Cliff Davies song. So what is your take uh, on this, Andy? What's your take on some of well, these, some of the random group session guys coming in to do this album? Well, I said 1976, I was uh good times in 76. I started kindergarten that fall. So you know, good times. Um again, like I said before, though, the older brother. This was his wheelhouse. This was, as the kids say today, his jam, you know. So as I heard it downstairs. I heard it in the car. I'm like, I'm seeing this album cover. And I'm like, blown away. Like, this is cool. This guy sounds cool. The look is cool. Yeah, this is when Kiss was coming out with their hair and their makeup and their sound right there in your face. Shock rock. Yeah. And I'm like, this this guy's something else. Um. My brother also listened to some stuff. Ted Nugent, when he first started, was a band called the Amboy Dukes. They started yes. in Chicago in, seven, in 64 and came out to Detroit. And he, uh, they they had one big hit, Journey to the Center of the Mind. Yes. That was our one hit. Um, eventually, Ted just kind of became the leader of the band, and then they just became his background band. They struggled by Ted Nugent then, after a while. Um. But that's, you know, Amboy now Duke that, is my brother's stuff. And now that's, you know, Journey to the Center of the Mind is a very uh, acid rock, LSD yeah. trip, you know, yeah. once again. And we got to keep in mind, Ted Nugent did not do drugs. Uh, I don't think he smoked or even drank. Nope, he never has. Nope. He was a full-on, you know, you know, sex addict or whatnot. Yeah. Loved his Him women, but always had a very clean lifestyle. Him um, and Gene Simmons are on but, that same path, yeah. 
very same path of Gene Simmons. Um, and so the songs like that that have lyrics to do with some of that is obviously uh, written by someone else, but uh, very good song nonetheless. Continue yeah. on. And uh, Derek St. Holmes, you mentioned him. He, uh, in the 80s, he took a bit off. He did a album with uh, Brad Whitfield from Aerosmith. Brad right. had quit Aerosmith for a couple of years. They did their one album in 81, and that was it. Whitfield St. Holmes was one album. So you've gone from playing with Nugent to, you know, Whitfield from Aerosmith. Great guitarists. Then the 90s, uh, Derrickson Holmes got together with a band of uh, Pat Tavers, which we've heard of. He's been in different bands and solo stuff. Uh, Benjamin Orr from The Cars. Uh, Jeff Carillas from 38 Special. And Liberty DeVito, who's Billy Joel's drummer. They yeah. got together. They never did an album. They just toured around and sang everybody else's songs. They did like 38 special songs and Cars songs and Billy Joel, you know. Okay. Everybody else's songs, you know. And then um, Orr died in 2000. They were doing this in 1999. In 2000, Orr died, and the band just said, done. We're not replacing him. We're done. It was fun. It was something to do. They didn't have an album contract or, you know, tied down by the man. They all went back to their own little bands and did their thing. Sure, sure. And that's one thing. You probably see bands doing that here and there. Like, maybe a bunch of bands from the East Coast will do a little trip up and down the side that you never hear about unless you're living there, you know. Um, And then you mentioned Meatloaf. This was a year before Bad Out of Hell came out. He was paid $1,000. In today's money, thanks to our friends at Google, I figured it out. That'd be if he got paid $5,205.11. To do the vocals on five yeah. tracks on yeah, an instead album. Yeah, $1,000, it was today, it'd be just over 5000 Which, again, not that much money when you look at what musicians make and get paid and everything else. Yeah, he made $5,000 for two days' worth of work as a starting out musician. <laughs> That's great pay, but probably pissed away within a week, you know? Um that's that end. But then uh, Nuge, he's also he's done stuff with Damn Yankees. We, we've covered them before. Then Democracy is another band he was in. It was a VH1 reality show. Um, I missed the year, but the VH1 year, so late 80s, early 90s there. And here's the group of five that were in this band. Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. Okay. Nuge. There was a three feet of hair right there with those two guys. <laughs> Literally. Then Scott Ian from from Anthrax got the long goatee there. Yes. Uh, Jason Bonham on drums, John Bonham's boy. Okay. Jason Bonham, who's now the drummer also with uh, Sammy Hagar in the inner circle. Is where you okay. find him. Then a guy named Evan Senfield. Evan got in just a little bit of music, never anything good, this or that. And for those of you sitting there going, I know that name. A, first of all, shame on you. Because he's known from the adult film industry. Ah. So that, that's why the name was blank with you. You had no idea who it was. No, a blank, just nothing. Not, not a clue who he was. Well, that's a yeah, wild I'm, cast of characters there. Yeah, there's there's five guys I would not um I would not want to have over for dinner anytime soon. I'm afraid what my house will look like afterwards. <laughs> I, I'd love and to do their jam session, don't get me wrong. But and I, that's democracy, like democracy, democracy but damn, yeah, like democracy or damn, like damn Yankees. So, democracy, 
Um, those VH1 shows will be able to go on your Google machine, or if you got VH1 on your as an app or something on your your Roku, you can probably look it up on their history there. And again, probably just look it up on on the Google machine too. Um, but yeah, new, very. I've always loved his stuff. Yeah. Um, even like I said, back in the day as a kid, just getting into music, like because you just you hear it first, you hear the music, the guitar, and everything else. Yeah. You figure out the lyrics later, especially at six, seven, eight years old. I'm like, this sound, this is different. This is cool, you know? And no different than what other stuff I didn't listen to or like my brother had or my folks had listened to. Because I had a big wide variety of music library growing up. Um, and Nuge was kind of right in that wheelhouse with all that stuff, you know? Yeah, I love the sound uh, of all those tracks. You know, some of those songs are, are slower, some of those are upbeat. Uh... They're not the best, uh, you know, the, the best of the best uh, top-notch recordings, but it's it's Ted Nugent. It's great, uh, great music. I went through and listened to it uh, again recently, and uh, this entire album, I think all the songs are good. Well, what, one guarantee I'll make right now, no one has ever done a Ted Nugent song at karaoke night. Ooh, there you go. I, yeah, I, that, I'm, I, I am sure you can't pull that off. I yeah. don't know if you could. I guarantee. I almost guarantee it. You know, these in in the song. You know, with the lyrics. You know, street rats. That's that's Nugent's. You know, uh, lyrics. Hammer down yeah. is about you know driving fast and yeah. uh, going city yeah. to city for concerts and, and whatnot. So uh, free for all. It, it's great. It's, You're gonna hear this in the weight room. You hear a lot of Nugent stuff in the weight room too. Okay. You know, because it's just that hard driving, boom, 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 go, go, go. You hear that in the weight room sometimes. Look at me. Not that I would know, but I would assume you would hear it in the weight room. You just have to assume yeah. this is what's done in the weight room. But yes. uh, it, it's good. It's it's good. Now, this is 38 minutes, 28 seconds. It's considered hard rock slash heavy metal. I wouldn't say heavy metal, but it's uh, – It's good hard rock. It's good. It's – it's is is it uh, what you call good driving with the windows down alone yes. in your car? It's summer music. Summer music. Yeah, yeah. It's summer music. You got the windows down, pulling into the high school parking lot. You got Nuge going. Yeah, I I liked it. I give this one a high ranking. Um, you know we've reviewed these the self titled debut, which was also good. Didn't sell as much. This one actually was the first one to go platinum. Um, and Nugent does not have a background of multi-platinum records. They all no. kind of like Kiss. They'll they'll hover at that platinum level, um, yeah. And, and that's about it. Maybe more than that, but we're not talking. You know, uh, yeah. You're gonna get kind of Bon Jovi, Def Leppard here. And, and Nugent's not going to sell out. You know, Wembley Stadium or or Yankee Stadium for a concert. He's not going to do that either. But he's got a ton of fans. You know. So that's where he, that's where it's kind of weird. He's got this popularity, everybody knows Nugent, everybody loves Nugent, but he only does platinum albums. He doesn't sell out the big arenas, but everybody loves Nugent, you know. Yeah, and uh, you know he keeps putting out the the albums as well. You know he keeps pumping yep. them out. And research for this he had he had one that just came out this year. Yeah, I wasn't even aware of. Yeah, plus he does his side projects. He did stuff with Damn Yankees and other stuff here and there and. 
Yeah, and he does is he's still big into the hunting. You know, he separates his his year into two buckets. You know, the hunting season and the music season. That's all. And then those are the two things he does, other than politics and whatnot. But uh, he, got he jumps in both feet on both of those topics and um, and and jumps right into it. But yeah, very good performer, very good artist, uh, very talented, very intelligent player. man too. Yes, this to his podcast. Very intelligent. He's. He's not well spoken though. He's still redneck yep. head, but he's a, he's a smart redneck. You know, let's <laughs> just say it that way. That's that's a good way to describe Ted. Yeah, good stuff. Well, that's all I've got for Ted Nugent uh, free for all. Anything else on your end, Andy? Uh no, but maybe uh one of my Wednesday specials this fall. I might do a special on the Amboy Dukes. Yeah, yeah, uh, we got to get that in the Elm review as well. Um, yes, yeah. that that is. You know, it's 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 kind of like the, I think of George Thorogood and the Delaware Destroyers kind of yep. a, a musical name there for a group. But the Amboy Dukes, Journey to the Center of the Mind, I did like that. And uh, did you know cool. how the name Amboy Dukes came up? No. Um, it was an author had written it, and the name of the story was Amboy Dukes. But when they went to Europe to perform, they had to go by the American Amboy Dukes. So there was another band in England called the Amboy Dukes already. So... So they did have to switch. Their, when they uh, went to England and Europe, they had to call themselves the American Amboy Dukes. Okay, switch the branding and whatnot. Yeah, so, but they they the game mid '60s when it wasn't that big a deal, and no one really cared. You just tweak your name a little bit. No one sued over it and this and that, you know. Okay. You know, but uh, yes, well, we'll do a report on the Amboy Dukes one. One Wednesday special, I'll give a little love to the Amboy Dukes there. Yeah, and they came up, you know, originally they were going to call themselves the Ted Nugent Band is what they really wanted it to be. Derek St. Holmes. Yep. You know, so there's got to be a band. We're not just going to be a supporting cast of uh, you know, studio musicians so you can get all the credit. We want to have a called the Ted Nugent Band. And then second album in, you know, caught them all by surprise. That's part of the reason I think Derek St. Holmes left is, is Nugent said, we're just going to call ourselves Ted Nugent. And, well, and they go by Ted Nugent and he sings one song. Sings one song. They do all the work. Yeah. Uh, vocals, all the heavy lifting, but <clears throat> Ted Nugent is a brand, much like Gene Simmons is a brand. Yep. And you, you're dealing with some very egomaniac. Uh, yes. Very, uh, you know, very full of themselves, but also they can do it because they can also pull it off. But burned a lot of bridges along the way, too. So. Yes. But, you know, egos that time, I mean, that's what that's what killed Foreigner. That's what killed um, Journey. Yep. You know, egos get in the way. You get, you get one guy who thinks he's the he's breaking all that of the band. Pissed. You know, the, the documentary series Breaking of the Band is good. Yep. Also, yep. Uh, I don't know if they did one on, on Nugent and whatnot, but it shows how the clash takes place, and you just can't get you can't get out of that funk and uh, people butting heads, and and that's how uh, these all change. You, you can't unsay stuff. You can't put the tube the toothpaste back in the tube. You know, once it's out. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. And-